Yo, yo, yo. Welcome everybody to the set podcast episode number one. Uh yeah, it's just starting out the podcast today, man. We're gonna delve into a couple topics. Um, you know, just talk about things in the news, man. And have some fun back while we at it, man. It's a late night thing, and we just gonna get it going. The first topic is, man, the internet has been set ablaze with Cat Williams dropping bombs on everybody in the industry in the comedy industry now i have watched the entire interview with cat and i also seen the responses and the you know uh the fallout and people picking sides what i haven't seen in the responses is people in their responses calling cat williams a liar now Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm not. But I've scoured the internet and looked at those responses and I just, I don't see it. I do not see, I haven't seen anybody calling him a liar. <laughs> Which is the crazy part because if, you know, somebody was saying some crazy off the wall stuff about me and what I got going on, our history, whatever. I, yeah, I definitely would come out. Okay, I wouldn't say definitely come out, but I would come out and refute those with facts. But I haven't really seen that. Now, was Cat sauced up in that interview? Some could say that, but I don't know if he really was. I think he had an agenda. He came in and he had every target laid out 150 yards and he was knocking them off center mass every time. Yeah. So where does everybody else fall out on that, man? It 2024 coming in smoking like before the year started, everybody was like, this going to be a new year. We chilling. We coming in. We no beef because let me just put this out here right now <clears throat> and this is not a political podcast by any means but 2024 is gonna be contentious man now if these first few days of 2024 are any indication of what we in store for for the rest of the year oh boy buckle down because it's about to go down man we got an election this year and we got a president, former president, that, yeah, been involved in some shit, man. But <laughs> seems to be still on the track to become the next president. I This ain't a political podcast, man. I'm just calling it the way I see it. And, it, yeah. Now, that all the divisiveness has kind of you know toned down just a little bit uh over the last two years or whatever um i think it's gonna ramp back up just because people let politics dictate how they feel about each other but that's another topic for another day so back to cat williams and yeah so, man, 2024, bro, like, he has pretty much set the tone for 2024. And I don't, I don't, bruh. 
it yeah, it's gonna be interesting, man, to see how things go um for the rest of the year. Now we as the common folks can't really dictate how the rest of twenty twenty four goes. Um, are we gonna let negativity and saying whatever dictate how we move? Probably. Just because that's I don't know. We I don't know. We not yeah, I'm good on that, man. So um the next thing I wanted to touch on was AI, man. Artificial intelligence, man. Oh boy. If you have been on social media anytime in the last six months, eight months, maybe a year, you've seen these pictures of just AI generated everything. Like anything you could think of, there's some sort of AI generated content. Now, I made a video um, asking that question and trying to provide some some information or some sort of uh, levity, I guess, on the question that has been asked so many times. And that is, will AI take over mankind? It's a pretty broad question, but... We tackled that in a video that I posted on YouTube um, a couple days ago. And it was doing the research on that was kind of it was kind of enlightening. At the same time, it was kind of scary because, you know, I went over the types of AI that we have right now. And the one that could really get us in trouble is the one that you know, isn't really fully explored or developed yet Uh, for the main reason that it involves us understanding how humans uh, react, interact, whatever, right? And that has to be programmed into, you know, the AI model in order for it to do that. We ain't got that far yet. Will we get there if humans keep tinkering around with it? Probably. But we haven't gotten there yet. So for right now, doing things with AI is all trivial. Um, But that's going to be a buzzword for 2024. Um, It was a buzzword in 2022. Kind of slacked off a little bit in 23. But 24, everything is going to have some sort of AI tag from your phones, your TVs, your computers, everything, man. Even to the point now where I seen an article on The Verge um, where they were, uh, they had the story about Chat GTP or Chat GPT in trouble with, I want to say it was the New York Times. Because you could simply ask Chat GPT to read you a New York Times article and it will read it to you. Now, uh, OpenAI or Chat GPT is kind of, they're getting 
sued for copyright infringement. So that's where we're going with that now. Um, and <laughs> I was listening to the podcast when they were talking about it. And one of the, the correspondents asked the question like, okay, so if I read a New York times article and I tell somebody else what was in the article, am I copyright? Am I infringing on copyright, copy, copywritten material? good question but if open ai and chat gpt are using that content to make money or build a platform whatever without acknowledging the new york times is that copyright infringement even though it's basically reciting an article that is hosted on their web it's gonna get crazy with this whole um ai thing man and it ain't going nowhere because the ability for the creators to create using ai that has opened up a whole lot of like different things for for creators in their creative processes. Number one, it cuts down on time. And number two, it cuts down on resources, especially when you say, okay, I want to be a graphic um, design artist. Okay, you need an iPad, you need an Apple pencil, or you need some sort of slate or something to, you know, draw your ideas, well, draft your ideas up, and, you know, you go from there. But with the thing with AI, you could just prompt any one of these AI models to give you the content that you're asking for. And you can either scrap it or you can use that as inspiration or copy it one for one and go from there. So, man, listen. 2024 is about to be nuts with this whole AI thing. And I just, I don't know. I'm along for the ride because I'm a tech nerd, tech geek, whatever you want to call me. But I'm along for the ride because I just want to see how far I can push the boundaries of these AI models. So, yeah. Off of my nerd shit now. Let's talk about some sneakers, man. January is a pretty dry month, man, for sneakers. Like 100%. There's like not a lot of sneakers coming out in the month of January. Um, we got a Jordan 1 release in this weekend um, in the um, ochre or ochre, ochre colorway, which is kind of like a darker yellow. Um, I think it may be lighter than the, um, the taxi yellow color, but... I need to see them in hand to take a look at those, but those are probably going to be available too for the main reason that I don't really think anybody's checking for Jordan ones anymore. Um, and I don't, well, I won't say the market has changed, but it has, um, the last few Jordan brand releases, if they weren't on a collab or something like that, they've been definitely available 
Um, I would say sitting, but we don't really say that because, I mean, it's a good time to be a sneakerhead. You can get what you want at this point um, for retail, unless you're talking about a collab. Um, but I do believe those Jordan 1s are going to sit or be available uh, this weekend just just for that reason. Like, the market is saturated with Jordan 1s. That color is too close to the taxi colorway. And what other ones had that yellow? Mm, there's a couple other ones shoes that had that yellow. But I seen today on Nike that they already released the lows. Not the OG cut, but they released the low Jordan 1s with that ochre colorway. Um, and they got some mids that's dropping with the black toe and that ochre colorway. So the Nike is essentially, they flooding the market, man. And we're not eating them up like we used to, which makes it cool to be a sneakerhead right now. Uh, or a younger person that, you know, you begged and you begged and you begged your mom or your dad finally to take you to get a pair of shoes and you're able to get an OG cut um, or a low of those Jordan 1s. So um, will the market circle back on Jordan 1s? I don't think so. Not anytime soon. Um, I think it'll probably be another maybe, I don't know. 10 years or so before we circle back on Jordan ones, or it may be shorter. I'm not sure, but I just think it was a heck of a run for Jordan ones. And I think that the market is so saturated right now. That's why nobody's really checking for them unless it's a collab or something like that. So, but again, the month of January is pretty light, man. Um, I don't, I don't see myself checking for anything else other than the Jordan one low Chinese new year, which I I'm probably going to try to get those. Um, just because I don't believe they're going to drop in the U S if they follow the same suit that the other Chinese new year, Jordan ones have now the air force ones, those always drop over here. Um, but lives the year to dragon this year for the Jordan ones. And I'm going to try to get those just because I need a pair of those in the collection. And I want to diversify. Not necessarily saying that that's diverse, but you get the picture. Now, for February, that's a whole different can of worms right there, man. Um, whew, boy. Uh, the number one sneaker that everybody's probably going to be going after or at least I think everybody's going to be going after is the Jordan four bread reimagines. Now we all know what that shoe looks like. If you're any sort of sneaker head and been following the news, um, that sneaker is basically a Jordan four bread with all leather instead of new book. Yep. Now, when those first were like, we got some images of those initially. I don't think everybody was really feeling those. I don't think so. But I think they have gained some traction and those are supposed to come out around All Star. But this is almost the time where we're going to see a shock drop or two on the sneakers app. And we'll see how much traction they gain at that point. Do I see them selling out? 
more than likely because it's a black and red sneaker and it's a Jordan four. So those are kind of always a slow burn. Like they'll hit. And then not that we really care about the resale they'll hit. And then let's say three months after four months after they'll have that Jordan four effect. And then the price will just skyrocket. But again, these are all leather and it's black and red. So I don't think we'll be able to go too wrong with those um, in February. So I'm going to try to get them because I don't have the other ones. Um, the new buck ones that came out in 19, I believe. Um, I had three pair of them, man, three pair. And I, for whatever reason, <laughs> I sold all three of them. I don't. I still, for the life of me, don't understand why I did that, but it is what it is. I got plenty of other sneakers, plenty of other sneakers in the bread colorway that I can wear. So, um, definitely won't be doing that this time. When I get them, I'm not letting them go, even though it's all leather. Um, I think that makes a shoe easier to wear anyway. So, we'll we'll keep it like that. Um, but I will circle back though. Um for the Jordan 11 DMPs or gratitudes or holiday 11s, whatever you want to call them, right? I made that damn shoe my number one sneaker of 2023, man. And I did that because I love Jordan 11s, right? And... I love the colors. I made that shoe my number one because of the wearability, right? Any other pair of Jordan 11s I have, that mesh is so hard to keep clean, right? So I figured, oh, this one has an all leather upper. This is dope. I can wear this shoe all the time. Well, not necessarily all the time, but you know what I mean. I can wear it more than I would have worn the Concords, right? Now, my Concords, I have wore them several times since the last release. You know, that was what, 2018? Yeah, with the 4-5 on the back. I didn't beat them, but I wore them. You know what I mean? And I go on a cruise for Christmas or whatever. I wear the shoe, the, the gratitudes one time, and that's do, during embarkation. And that's when you get on the, the ship to start your cruise, right? I wore them on embarkation, right? Cool. Get in the room, chilling. Rest of the day, chilling. Not doing much. I still have them on. Cool. I get to where we go. Where did I wear those? I think we were in the Dominican Republic, right? I had them on. And I wore them around. Didn't do much. But if you know how to wear sneakers, you know how to wear sneakers and not scuff and scratch them, right? I get back to the room later that evening and I look down and actually my son caught it before I did. And he's like, that's a big crease. I look down and I'm like, bruh, that's a big crease. Never seen that you know, on any of my Jordan 11s. 
I don't have any creases, no scuffs, no nothing. The patent leather is great. But for some reason on these Jordan 11 Gratitudes, that patent leather is like paper. And I'm not happy about it because I made that shoe my damn number one shoe for 2023 for the reasons of wearability and I like the colors. Now, I got to tuck that shoe because, oh, I can probably get another pair for a decent price right now, but I don't really believe in double ups. But I'm, yeah, and I get it. You're supposed to wear your shoes. And I do. I wear my shoes, but for whatever reason, that pair of shoes has patent leather like paper. And I'm not happy about it. So if you have a pair of DMPs or Gratitudes, let me stop saying DMPs, a different shoe. Um, the Gratitudes, and you haven't worn them yet, just be cautious because the patent leather, again, is like paper. I, yeah, I'm not happy about it. But on a lighter note, man, if you stuck with me this long, you made it through the episode one of the set podcast where we're going to try to do this uh, at least twice a week, man, um, and do a little late, late night thing and, you know, just talk and eventually I'll have it set up to where we can take some phone calls during the podcast um, to have some guests on that they want to talk. We ain't going to have it on Cat Williams level, but we're going to do some stuff here on the set, man. So thanks for checking us out, man. This your boy, Money Matt, back from the set. Thanks for listening to me, and I'm gone.